as we meditate on him, he said that he'll keep you in perfect peace. So it's, it's God is awesome that way that when we do what the word says, he is faithful. Yeah. Faithful is he that has called us. Faithful is he. Uh, amen. Let's see who's on. Blessings, Patty. God bless amen. you. Amen. Amen, Sister Patty. Amen. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been hearing certain teachings about the feast, and I'm just so glad, you know, even as I'm listening to the teachings, I'm like, oh, I knew that. You know, I knew that. And I'm grateful for just the exposure and the understanding because as we keep these feasts, it's just, it's an added blessing, right? As we understand, the Bible says in all you're getting, get understanding. And so even as we understand the significance of the feast, the significance of keeping young, young, young Kippur, you know, the significance of the Feast of Tabernacle, the significance of all these things and how it has such a, a major impact on our life. So I'm so grateful for God revealing, right? You know, yeah. um, there's a saying that when this, the, the, when the student is ready, the teacher will, will emerge. And I yeah. think and that's what's happening. I think even in the body of Christ is that people are hungering for truth. They're hungering for more. They want understanding. So that's it. You know, and, and that's the key right there is the understanding. Yeah. You know, you know, when, when we understand that this is not a religious tradition that we're just mm-hmm. trying to hold. Cause Jesus said, because of your tradition, you make the yeah. word of God ineffective. No, 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 right. no, no. Because the father says, meet me in my presence during these times of the year. Cause mm-hmm. I personally come down to make the exchange to reconnect so I can refresh, renew and restore you yeah. for the whole season. When we understand that, Genesis 8:22 which God's kingdom is built on while the earth remaineth seed time and harvest time shall not cease. That's right. He said it and that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. So my thing is we just have to come in and do what just and just do what God called us to do is obey his word. Jesus said if you love me you'll keep my word, you'll yeah. keep my commandments. And yeah. that's what we're doing. We're just recognizing right now as the Day of Atonement is coming to an end. It began last evening at sundown and it's ending right now at sundown. You know, it's sundowns wherever that you're at. Amen. It might already be dark where you're at. But here, you know, the sun is beginning to go down now here in New Mexico. So when we understand that Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the day which is the high which is the highest, holiest day of God's calendar year. And amen. And before we get started, we might as well do it right. Amen. (laughs) Father, less of us, more of you, none of us, all of you. Father, we didn't hear that. You didn't hear it? I mean, there's you started it, but I didn't hear the fullness of it. God, really? Yeah, you just want me to blow it again. No, I didn't. Hmm. 
Did you hear that time? I, we didn't hear the fullness of it, but I heard a faint something. So you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I even did it twice. Amen. You did. So, Father, less of us, more of you, none of us, all of you. Father, think through our minds and speak through our vocal cords that that none of your word would fall to the ground. So we'll be ever so careful to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Just one more time. Daddy heard it. Huh? I, 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 the mic for me, I didn't hear the whole thing, but it's all good. Well, actually, on the Day of Atonement, they actually blow the trumpet a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you did. So you only have what ninety three more to go? Or, no, because yeah. I, I blew it five times each, so it's five times out of fifteen. So, so the <laughs> Lord got my grace on the other on the other eighty five. Amen. So. <laughs> But listen, listen, listen. Yom Kippur is the highest, holiest day of God's calendar year. It's the time when we are the closest to him and the essence of our souls are the closest to him. So Yom Kippur means the day of atonement, okay? Mm. As the verse states, and we're going to read these verses, for on this day he will forgive you to purify you that you be cleansed from all your sins before God. Now, let's make this plain and clear. Paul said, confess your sins to the Lord, and he's faithful and just to forgive you. It ain't about confessing the man. This time is getting right with the Father where the Father is in your life. So that way, according to Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteous, the righteousness of God is the staying in right standing with God, okay? It ain't all spooky, woo, 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 woo. Righteousness means keeping your relationship with, together with the Father. That's and good. that's where we as the church have made our, it should be a relationship, not a religion, Okay keeping our relationship intact with the father. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, so we're going to go here. We're just going to share a few things. We just wanted to get up here and just do a quick overview of what we went over yesterday during our hour of power, 730 mountain standard time on Sunday mornings. Amen. And, and listen, it's, it's your time and it's your season to receive. And what we have to understand is as we prepare for, for the Feast of Tabernacles next week, God planned it to where everything that he does is a, is a process that activates preparation for provision, okay? Sure. So if Genesis 8.22 says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease, we need to understand that every appointed time every moadim is a step is a part of the process to get us to harvest which begins this weekend amen that's powerful amen and i'm just i'm just real quickly i'm just sharing this video out here hopefully everyone is sharing the video and in fact why don't we do this uh 
Pastor Tanya, why don't you read Leviticus? Let's go to Leviticus chapter 16. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if you can read while I am sharing this uh, real quick, if you could read verse one, two, and verse five through nine. We'll just read verse one, one through nine. One, one through ten. Just read verse okay. one through ten. The um, is, it, is it okay if I read it in the Amplified or what version do I need to read? Go ahead, read it in the Amplified and then I'll come and highlight with the King James. Okay, so Leviticus chapter 16, verse 1 through 10. So it reads as thus. Then the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron who had died when they had inadvertently approached the presence of the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, tell your brother that he must, must not enter at any time into the holy place inside the veil, the holy of holies before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, or he will die, for I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. Aaron, as high priest, shall enter the holy place in this way, with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering, and the blood of a ram as a burnt offering. He shall put away, this is verse four, he shall put away the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarment and the linen undergarments shall be next to he shall put on the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body and he shall be belted with the linen sash and dressed with the linen turban these are the holy garments he shall bathe his body in water and put them on he shall take from the he shall take from the congregation of of the Israelites at their expense two male goats as a sin offering and one ram as a burnt offering then Aaron shall put the bull as the sin offering for himself and make atonement for himself for his house seven he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord, the other lot for the scapegoat. Then Aaron shall bring the goat on which the Lord's lot fell and offer it as a sin offering. But the goat which the lot fell for the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement on it and it shall be sent into the wilderness as the scapegoat. Verses one through nine, Leviticus 16. Okay. So one through 10, excuse me. All right. So now, um, verse eight, nine, and 10 out of the King James. And Aaron shall cast lots upon two goats, one for the Lord. Okay. So one is going to be sacrificed to the Lord to where they would basically bleed it, cut it up, put it on the altar, burn it, take the fat, make a worshipful offering with the fat, and then they would take the blood and sprinkle it on the mercy seat, and that would become the that would become the blood offering or the offering of that sheep to help 
not anger the Lord. See, see, here's the thing. See, see, we play with God sometimes and we come into God's presence in the old way. And God, in this time, he said, look, you better not come in here unless I specifically tell you to enter my presence with the proper garments, with Absolutely. the proper mentality, wow. with the proper washing. You get yourself together. Daddy's coming to wow. meet you. Okay. And what Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, is God said, I've opened up the book of life and yeah. you need to come to me and state your case. Don't come to me all sin nature and all that. Get it right. Repent before you come into my presence so we can make the exchange because now Jesus became the offering and the scapegoat because for two things. One, when he was stabbed in the side, he shed the blood that hit the earth, okay? That, that blood and water that came out became the blood offering, okay? So but then, go ahead. No, it's really interesting as you're saying this because you may note of God, you had to come in correct. This, like you had right. to wash yourself. Then you right. had to have the proper garments on before you can enter in. God was not playing. He was very detailed and very specific. That's right. And Aaron was his man. Aaron, Aaron. was the high priest at that time. See, Moses was the prophet. He was the one that, that God would speak to face to face. Aaron was the one that was responsible for for doing the offerings and doing the things behind the veil, uh, lighting the incense and doing all these things. And Aaron's sons got, got beside themselves and walked behind and did a, and they took some incense without the permission of God and God struck them down. See, listen, when they walked in there and if they wasn't right, they used to have a rope with bells tied yeah. around their ankle and they would walk and go back and forth and as long as you heard those bells, you knew that that priest was alive. As soon as those bells stop, stop uh, ringing for any amount of time, they they just pull you out. Why? Yeah. Because you did not go. See, listen, we need to stop playing with God. God says, enter into my presence three times in the year. Bring an offering. Come in with the proper offering. And the offering is whatever the Lord tells you to bring. Okay. Because these man men God, gave according to their lot, to lot right? Right, yeah. right. Okay. So now, and, and then it says, okay, Aaron shall bring the goat, which was the Lord's, and, and, and offer him for a sin offering. Okay. So the goat that was bled and they would take the blood, it was to, to sprinkle the blood and cancel out or wipe out the sin. Okay. But the scapegoat. Now, here's what I want everybody to understand. Jesus was both the offering and the scapegoat. Yeah. The scapegoat, Aaron, as the high priest, he, the, the people would be gathered outside of the tabernacle, and he would bring that scapegoat in front of the tent, in front of the, in front of the cloud, and he would lay both hands on the head of that scapegoat, and he would begin to pronounce all of the sins from the over the camp, any sins that had been done within that year, within that time, within that season, he would pronounce that over the goat. And then that scapegoat 
would be led into a dry, destitute place in the wilderness to walk off and die. And the, but here's the here's the key. They had to do it every year that way. So as I look in the Amplified, they had a little um, asterisk by scapegoat. And they said it's literally, it's the get goat of removal. Or yep. El Azel. Yep, Azel. In Hebrew. And it says this goat's release symbolized the carrying away of Israel's sin. That's right. This is why when we read, even, even at Passover, even, even in the New Testament, it says that they would get the leaven out of the house. Leaven represented yeah. sin. Right. So, so when Paul said, a little leaven leaveneth yeah. the whole lump. Yeah. So this, this is what God used. And, and actually the washing of the, of the priests would later become baptism. Okay. Right. It, it would later become the baptizing. This is why Jesus had to come after he left the wilderness. He had to come deal with being baptized now. And he said, John, I need for you to baptize me. Okay. Yeah. I can't become the scapegoat if I enter into my father's presence any old way. This is why when the, when the woman broke the alabaster box over his head and Jesus rebuked his own disciples says, no, she's preparing me for my burial. She's preparing me to become the scapegoat. I am the offering of worship. I am the blood offering and I'm also the scapegoat. See, we, oh my God. It, it, oh goodness. This is really powerful because again, I mean, here you see the blood. The mm -hmm. blood was a cleansing agent. You hear right. you see also the water. The water was also a cleansing agent. That's it. So in this time, in this passage of scripture, it refers to the blood. Like you said, they took the blood of that young bull. Then the priest had to bathe himself. He had to strip. He had to get naked, right? That's right. To That's cleanse right. himself. So the, right. you see two purification agents. That's, That's a it. part of this atonement. That's right. And in verse 10, it says, but the goat that was called the, uh, the scapegoat shall be presented before the Lord to make an atonement with him. God bless you, Sister Virgie. Amen. To make an atonement with him and let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. See, so wow. here's what we got to understand. That God is very detailed. Yes how we can come before him. He tells us how to come into his presence. I mean, how, how, how can we get? He, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you how to come into my presence. So when you come, my ear will be attuned to your voice. I'll be able to receive your offering. And then you can walk away clean, washed, and blessed. Because we make the exchange. The exchange will, I'm going to bless, I'm going to empower you for the next upcoming season. Somebody needs to give God praise and type, it is so. Come on, somebody. So it's almost like God gave us a cheat sheet so yes. that we couldn't get it wrong. This, look, with all you're getting, get understanding. 
if we would just follow the word. See, this is why all I'm doing, all we're doing is reading the word. I'm not adding nothing to it. I'm not taking nothing away. Why? Because God told us specifically what we need to do. Ha, glory. And he said, do it forever. Yeah. Oh, we're going to read this right here. Let's go to Leviticus 23. Amen. We're almost done. We got to get out of here. Amen. I it's just wanted to just share. Leviticus chapter 23? Yes. Leviticus chapter 23. What verse? Okay. I'm going to start off with verse 1 and 2 first. It says, and the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, speaking to the children of Israel, saying unto them, concerning the feast of the Lord. See, I want to make this clear. These yeah. were the times, these are the Moadines, these are the appointed times of the Lord. These aren't Jewish feasts, okay? These are the feasts, the celebration times of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, even these on my feast. What is verse two saying the Amplified? Um, so verse two says, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the appointed times established feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim, proclaim as holy convocations. My appointed times are these. So he says it twice. <laughs> So when God repeats himself, he yeah. wants you to pay attention. Yeah. Okay, look, these are my feet. These, look, I, the Jews didn't have nothing to do with this other than this is what I told them to do when I, when I delivered them out of Egypt. I was going to use them as, as my, as my, uh, uh, as my model. So all of the other nations, if they wanted the, to be blessed of the Lord, they wow. would come and become a part because we're going to read right here where it says anyone, whether they're a stranger or not, if they're in your camp, they must follow what we're doing on the day yeah. of atonement or God would wipe them out. God wasn't playing. Leviticus 23, look at verse 26. Now, now, now we're going to end with, with these few scriptures right here because I want us to just understand it's all about getting our relationship in order. Okay. The father says, if you would do this, if you will follow my instructions, when it's time for harvest, there'll be nothing blocking your release, your blessing. Amen. Leviticus 23, verse 26. And the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, on the 10th day of the seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. It is a holy convocation to you and you shall afflict your souls. Or in other words, you shall fast and pray. That's what afflict your souls meant, okay? And offer an offering made by fire to the Lord, okay? You shall do no work in the same day, for it is a day of atonement, to make an atonement for you before the Lord your God. Notice how he keeps saying before him, before the Lord. He's making it clear. What for whatsoever soul it be that shall not be afflicted in that same day shall be cut off 
from among his people. Woo! And whatsoever soul that does any work in that same day, that same soul will I destroy from among his people. God wasn't playing. You shall do no matter of work. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations in all of your dwellings. It shall be a Sabbath of rest and you shall afflict your soul. Oh my God. From, from evening until evening, you shall celebrate this Sabbath. Wow. What? I, I, it's, I think it's very self-evident what God is trying to make. He don't want nobody to work. He don't, he wants you to rest. He wants you to meditate on the word because when you begin to afflict your soul, when you begin to fast and pray, now the father can speak to you. Now he can release Jeremiah when he says, I know the thoughts, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of peace, not wow. of evil, to give you an expected end. Oh my goodness. When we begin to reflect when we begin to fast and pray. Oh, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them from heaven and I will cleanse them from their sin. See, see, God, God, he speaks about this all through the word. If my people, the, the offering that, Oh my God, the offering that Solomon did at this time was so huge that it made the father come down and fill the temple. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. For the glory that filled the temple. Oh my God. Woo. See, when you, oh my God. The, I'm trying to just stay calm because I'm so excited about this time. This is a different time. See, we are in the season of 5784, your season of favor, the greater. It's no coincidence we're teaching, right? This is the first time that we've taught this at night on the day of Yom Kippur like this. Oh, my God. When we understand that God says, I do a new thing, shall you not know it? Whoa, glory. See, we're going to pray. We're going we're gonna to give an offering. We're going to sow seed. And God is not only going to wipe away and make the make every crooked road straight he's going to wipe our slates clean but he listen he's going to bring everything that you should have had all the way back to adam into your present now so this day of atonement woo it's strategically placed right because yep. this is the time that we're to cleanse we t we talked about that because yep. they took the blood of the the bull, and they sacrificed, and they well, no, used the bull. It. The bull was for Aaron. The goats were for the people. Okay, two goats. But but what I'm saying is, again, the blood still signifies this period. Uh, uh, purification. This, uh, yeah, purification, as well as he required that the the priests go and wash. That's it. Because this time, this Yom Kippur. Kapur is all about atonement. It's That's all it. about you getting yourself right before the Lord. And why are we doing that? Because we're preparing, we've entered a new year, right? That's right. 
And so God does not want us to take the junk, to take the baggage, to That's take it. the 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 mistakes, the missteps, the the guilt, the all of that, the all of that. He wants you to to wash that away so as you enter into this new season it's a fresh would that it's be true. accurate yes very accurate see this is why and and like you know what this is why i think it's haggai that says my people are destroyed. Mm -hmm. No, Hosea. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed mm -hmm. because of a lack of knowledge. Not because uh, they didn't pay their tithes and offerings. Not because they didn't, you know, go to church on Wednesday and on Sunday or whenever you enter. Uh, no, 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 no. My people are destroyed because they're missing out on some of the insight, some of the details that God said, "You, yes, I'm going to bless you. Yes, I'm going to keep my hand of protection on you. Yes, I'm going to do that. But if you remember these times, this, this is the only feast that's only one day. All of the other feasts of the Lord are seven days. Oh, wow. Okay. God says 10 days before you even get to this day, I want, I'm going to be speaking to you to reflect anything that needs to be taken care of. So when you fast and pray, he just says, look, if you just take one day yeah, out of this time, you just take one day, whoa, glory, Hisha. if you just take one day and just push back the plate and let me speak to you, let me tell you what to repent, let me tell you who to go and ask forgiveness from, let me tell you who to release with unforgiveness. Let me tell you, okay, one day, if you just do this for one day, I will take care of the whole new year. Everything. Wow. And see, and this is why, and let's go here real quick, because this is what the Lord, see, I don't want it just to be Old Testament. I want people to see. Absolutely. Go to Hebrews Chapter 9, and we're going to end right here before we take an offering, right here. Hebrews chapter 9, and let's look at verse 27 and 28, okay? Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 and 28. And if you look at Hebrews chapter 9, 11 through 14, it talks about the blood of the goats. It talks about the yep. whole atonement. So that's yep. Hebrews 9, 11 through 14. Yep. And I'm just so. The word yeah. amen means it is so. So type it is so. Come on now. Hey, glory. Now look, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 and 28. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Okay, this is what Yom Kippur is all about. Okay, you are judging yourself before he has to judge you. I'm going to say that one again. God says love covers a multitude of sins, okay? If we would repent to God in private, he would never have to expose us out in the open things that he wants us to get out of our life. Come on now. I Go ahead. Finish verse that. 20, 
verse 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Whoa, glory. Come on. How's, how's that reading amplified? Um, What verse? 27, 28. Um, and just as it is appointed and destined for all men to die once, after this comes certain judgment. Uh, sacrifice. Wait. What am I doing? 27 and 28. Okay. C certain judgment. So Christ having been offered once and once for all to bear as a burden, the sins of many will appear a second time when he returns to earth, not to deal with sin, but to bring salvation to those who eagerly and confidently are waiting for him. That's powerful. Now I have got to, so right up in verse 11, when we let's talked, go. let's go uh, there. So same, same, same chapter, but it says when Christ, when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things uh, to come, that is true spiritual worship. He entered through the great and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not a part of this material creation. He went through once for all into the holy place, the holies of holies of heaven in the presence of God, not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, having obtained and secured eternal redemption. That is the salvation of all who personally believe him as savior. For if the sprinkling of ceremony defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and ashes of a burnt heifer is sufficient for the cleansing of the body, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Holy Spirit willing over offered himself unblemished, that is without moral or spiritual imperfection as a sacrifice to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works and lifeless ups, ups, um, observances to serve the ever living God. So here we see how, again, we're saying that, yes, we talked about in, you know, in the Bible days, they, they had the sacrifice, they sacrificed goats and bulls, but once mm -hmm. and for all, Christ came. That's right. And through his blood, we no longer have to do that anymore. That's it. That's it. And that's the whole key. And now the funny thing is, because on one of our slides, it talks about how, how this time and season is uh, it's about getting our inheritance and our dominion back. When you read verse, when you read verse 14, okay, it says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause. He is the mediator of the new covenant or the new testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first covenant, the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Oh wow. my goodness. Eternal forever. Come on now. The and Lord's so feast 
allow us to be restored, reconciled, reconnected to the Lord and reconnected to his promise of dominion and inheritance. Somebody needs to give God some praise. This is not about bulls and calves and sacrifices. It's about receiving the return of our inheritance. When the devil caused Adam to sin, we were disconnected from our inheritance. Wow. Oh, my God. Woo! And everything that Jesus did was to reconnect us. That's why we're joint heirs. That's, That's why good. we are joint heirs with Christ. We are just, we sit with Christ in heavenly places. Why? Because when he says to come into his presence and, and fast and pray, I will, look, I will make sure if I got to go to work, I'm going to make sure that me fasting and praying causes me to even be a better teacher in the classroom on that day because my mind is stayed on him and peace is, oh my God, peace is released. Come on, somebody. This Woo, is out, and and that's the whole premise of what restored ministries really is about. And so God has commissioned us to to educate, to teach God's word. So that's why, again, you can choose to participate in the feast or or you know or, or not. But it's an added benefit as we so that's why we're taking the time to really explain it's not that we're caught up in some religion, but we're we're we've come into this understanding because every time we teach it every year, we get deeper revelation and more understanding. But as that slide said, the feast is all about it's it's a recess, it's a time for reconciliation, <clears throat> it's a time to be reconnected to God's promise of dominance and inheritance. That's it. <coughs> so so now, here's the thing. Let's let's go ahead and do this right, okay? Amen. Okay. So listen. The Bible says, while the earth remains seed time and harvest shall not cease. The offering that you give today, okay, we want you to use the 5784 seed, okay? Explain okay. that. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna do it on Sunday if you would just wouldn't well, mind. Just a brief version of it. What what is okay. it? It's the new 57, year. Fifty seven eighty four. First of all, is God's Hebrew calendar year. Okay, we yeah. just we just came out of Rosh Hashanah last weekend, which is the new year in God's on God's calendar. Okay, so when we understand that God is not dictated by man. Everything that God does is based on his calendar, okay? Yeah. It's based on um it's based on his times and seasons. Even in even in Genesis, he says that the that the evening and the morning were the first day. So God's cycles, God's time is yeah. built upon the moon. Right. Okay, the cycles of the moon, not yeah. the rotations of the earth around the sun. Okay, right. because you'll be behind if you do it that way. God says, stay on my time. Okay. So, so so when we understand that that 5784, okay, is his new year, okay. And God spoke and said that this year would be the season of favor and the greater. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. It's the season of favor and the greater. 
Okay. So, so now we we have said that we're gonna start giving seed in the in the numeric order of fifty seven eighty four. Okay. So fifty you can sell fifty seven dollars and eighty four cents. You can sell one fifty seven and eighty four cents. You can sell five hundred fifty seven dollars eighty four cents. Should the Lord put it on your spirit to say I want to sow? For the whole upcoming year, $5,557.84. Get that seed in the ground. You can use the PayPal by using Restored M-I-N-I-N-T-L. You can use the website and use www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. You can use the Zelle and use our Gmail and go from your account into the ministry account using our Gmail account, Restored M-I-N-I-N-T-L at Gmail.com. Or you can use the church cash app at dollar sign M-I, but get your seed in the ground. Do not allow all this anointed release to, to, to pass you by. If you don't have that amount, what, get something and sow it. Okay, you've heard the word. The atmosphere, the power, the anointing of God is here to deliver, to cleanse, to, to bring back your dominion and your inheritance. Do not let this time pass you by because God wants to break you through. He wants to deliver you. He wants to multiply and increase you. And God says, I'm here now and I am come down. Like he said in Exodus chapter three, verse eight, I am come down to deliver my people. So this is, this is why we do what we do. God says, while the earth remains seed time and harvest. This is harvest time. Tabernacles is the harvest season of God. You are in your time of latter rain. Ha, glory. You are in the time when the latter rain has already brought the harvest to full fruition. And now it's time to put the sickle to the wheat. Amen. So lift your hands. Father, I thank you that as your sons and daughters sow seed right now, Father, you said, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto their bosom. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to activate the hundredfold, the sixtyfold, and the thirtyfold in their life. Father, I declare and decree, as they sow seed, oh God, you're going to cause the, the windows of heaven to open up and pour them out a blessing that they don't have room enough to receive. Father, I declare deliverance. I declare healing. I declare peace. I declare wealth and prosperity. Father, I declare and decree that they will prosper and be in health, even as their soul prospers in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen and amen. Amen. I want to thank you for joining us today. Don't miss the daily bread. Please don't miss this weekend, Sunday morning, 730 Mountain Standard Time for our celebration of the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. So please want to thank you for joining in. It's been an honor and a privilege to, to share the word with you. We love you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Amen. Bye.